Texas Football Today is a production of Dave Campbell's Texas Football and TexasFootball.com. If you like the show, help us make it. Become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. Besides helping us to make shows like this possible, you'll get two magazines, including our legendary summer edition and a year of access to exclusive content on TexasFootball.com. That includes stuff like premium podcasts like Tep and Step, access to all 61 years of the magazine in our digital archives, recruiting analysis, and must-see insight from the Dave Campbell's Texas Football crew. If all of that sounds good to you, we hope you'll consider becoming a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe that's texasfootball.com slash subscribe and thanks for listening the texas football today podcast is brought to you by chocolate milk built by nature you can watch texas football today live weekdays at noon at texasfootball.com and on facebook and if you like the show subscribe to the podcast vendor of your choice give us a positive rating and tell a friend yes yes y'all from the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas, it's Texas Football Today, a show on the internet. My name is Greg Tepper. I am the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football, a magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live at texasfootball.com or on Facebook, or you listen to us on the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part to support your local mediocre internet show. I'm sitting here. Sitting over there at the helm today, making us sound good. She is the Duchess of the Dorks. Happy birthday to Ashley Pickle. Happy birthday, Ashley. Happy birthday. It Yay. is not my birthday. Is it? No? Mm-mm. Nope. We should celebrate some birthdays, though. Yes. One, because I'm not going to be on the show tomorrow, and the birthday is on Sunday. Okay. Happy 96th birthday to the GOAT, Dave Campbell. Yes, sir. Three fourteen is his ninety sixth birthday. Hi, Dave. Happy birthday, Dave, Mr. Campbell, uh, the actual goat. Yeah. Happy birthday to him. Uh, also, happy birthday to Jake Pickle. Tomorrow, yep. Tomorrow and today. Uh huh. Happy birthday to our buddy Mike Craven. Yes, happy birthday. Better. Happy birthday. He doesn't want people knowing that, so I'm happy to tell people. <laughs> Wish Mike Craven a happy birthday. <laughs> um, today is. Thursday, March 11th, 2021, 259 days till Thanksgiving, episode 1,124, 1,124, this is the Eli White episode. On today's show, guys, we've got Hot Take Tuesday with William Wilkerson. We're going to talk about whether or not the 2021 and 2022 class of Texas high school football quarterbacks is the best we've ever seen, at least in the last decade, or last, uh, last century. century, this century. Yeah. So we'll talk with Will Wilkerson. In the back half of the show, uh, today's a big day. Today's a big uh, anniversary, and we're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about the anniversary. Yeah, um, <laughs> no one wants to talk about it. And uh, we're going to revisit it, what we were doing one year ago now. So we will get into that coming up here the back half of the show. Do we have first four through the door? We sure do. It was Tony Blaylock, Rob Hathaway, Ryan Smiga, and Ed McElroy. Welcome in, fellas. Hello, friends. All right, let's get right into it. Yes? I was going to say, when I, I went and rewatched the episode that you did with Aaron, and you said, welcome in, fellas and lady fellas, and it made me so I happy. I a, smiled. It's an Ashley Pickle original. <laughs> I love it. It's, it's an AP original. You said, oh, he listens. I do. What, a, what, a, what an <laughs> astonishing attack. An astonishing accusation That's a backhanded compliment. <laughs> um, earlier today, I caught up with Will Wilkerson, 
because pickle. I don't know about you. Whoa. Getting a little hot in here. Oh God. Oh, you didn't do it. <laughs> well. <laughs> Tuesday. Don't correct me. Where we are, uh, <laughs> we, we give our uh, uh, our staff around here at the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Opportunity to get a hot take off their chest. Mm-hmm. Today, we talked with Will Wilkerson, uh, who claims that 2021 and 2022 will go down in history as the best two-year stretch in Texas high school football quarterbacks uh, of this past century. Interesting take. We talked with Will Wilkerson about it. Here's my conversation with him on Hot Take Tuesday. In the offseason here at texasfootball.com we are letting our staff dust off their best hot takes on hot take tuesday and here on hot take tuesday don't correct me is uh, our digital director we're joined by william wilkerson will what's up man stepper what is good how are you so we we've, we've, we're just getting the full wilkerson hardigan household on the show this is like a real treat for us here at texas i wouldn't I wouldn't call it a treat. Um, for you have to endure Aaron outside of Texas high school football season is it's not a treat. Um, yeah. It was a treat for me because she left the house, so it was peaceful. It was quiet. I need um, but to I just feel for you. I need to remind you. I'm recording this, and this is going to be played publicly. <laughs> and you still have a month before the wedding, so uh, yeah, that's true. No, no, that's true. I'm not telling you how to live your life. Just maybe. You know. Okay. <laughs> So you've written a piece up on TexasFootball.com, uh, and, and the headline is, we're in the midst of the best two-year Texas high school football quarterback run this century. Um, so you're referring to the class of 2021 and the class of 2022 as the best two-year span of Texas high school football quarterbacks uh, since 2000. That's quite a bold claim. Uh, what do you have to back that up? So I preface this by saying that I am no expert. I am no Matt Stepp. I am no Greg Tepper. Um, however, I love recruiting. Um, been, uh, been around the recruiting game for, for quite some time. And the 2021 class, as far as I could remember, was as deep a quarterback class as I've ever seen in this state. Um, I wrote my piece, and you could correct me if I'm wrong, and I'm sure I am. But I counted 21 quarterbacks that signed with 21 Division One schools, um, which is quite the feat. Um, and you're talking about elite guys. Jalen Milrow is going to Alabama, who signed the best class of all time. And he's the only quarterback that they took in that class, which speaks volumes. He's a one-time Texas commit. Um, you've got Garrett Nussmeyer, whose father played in the NFL. He's going to LSU. Uh, you got Preston Stone, who is Dallas area's all-time leading passer. He's the highest rated uh, commit that SMU has signed in like two decades. Uh, Caden Salter is probably going to start at Tennessee uh, sooner rather than later. He's already on campus um, in Knoxville. And I, I think uh, if you've ever seen this kid play, seen his arm, uh, once he gets an offensive line that can keep him upright, uh, he's going to do wonders. And then Demetrius, Demetrius Davis, excuse me. I stumble over my words uh, quite frequently, so I uh, apologize there. Uh, I mean, he was the fifth-rated quarterback on TexasFootball.com in 2021, and he'll go down as, as you know, one of the most uh, prolific 
uh, players in state history um, with what he accomplished at North Shore. So I could go on. Um, Eli Stowers, uh, Baron Morton, um, it just keeps going. Uh, Kieran Drones, uh, Sawyer Robinson, uh, who's going to be a dual sport athlete at Mississippi State um, in football and baseball. I mean, he, his numbers at Lubbock Coronado were just stupid. Um, so anyway, that was 2021. And then you look at 2022, and we all know the front runners there. Uh, Quinn Ewers, who is going to Ohio State now. Uh, Cade Klubnik, who just uh, committed to Clemson. Connor Wegman, who will remind Aggie fans a lot of Johnny Manziel. Um, that is if he doesn't go the baseball route uh, before then, because he is that elite a baseball prospect. Uh, Nick Evers uh, from Flower Mound just committed to Florida yesterday. Um, he has blown up. If you just uh, take a, a gander at his uh, Twitter feed, he is uh, reporting offers literally every day. Um, Garrett Rangel uh, from uh, Frisco Lone Star is at Oklahoma State. He's going to Oklahoma State, committed there at least. Uh, and the list goes on and on there as well. So if you combine the two, and I'm, I'm long-winded, I apologize. Um, I just think that if you look at that class in 2021 and you compare it to Quinn Ewers, who's the number one uh, consensus, number one player in the country, uh, Cade is you know, making an argument, at least in some circles around the state, as the number one quarterback in the state, um, even surpassing uh, Quinn Ewers, uh, the two went head-to-head -head in the 6A D1 state championship, and, and Cade came out the uh, – uh, the victor there. Um, I just think that they're the best two classes that we've we've seen this decade. Okay, let me let me play a little bit century. of your advocate. Sorry, century, not the decade. Yeah, century. since yeah, since since um, Let me play a little bit of devil's advocate here because there have been some other really nice classifications. One thing that yeah. I go back to would be I think if you take a look at 2015, class 2015 had Kyler Murray. He ended up being okay, I would say. Uh, it had Jarrett Stidham. I know that he bounced yep. around a little bit, but whenever he he landed, you know, the, the, the tools are in there. You adding guys like Quentin Dormady. Um, you could go kind of either way on other, either side of it. Um, you know, 2014 class had Gerard Hurd, Pat Mahomes, right? Obviously, he wasn't the prospect that he is now, uh, guys yep. like that. Or if you go after with 20, uh, 2016, Jalen Hurts, Shane Bouchelle, um, the third, maybe Dylan Sterling Cole, someone like that. Um, you know, I guess my question is, is it, you know, what, what would be your argument for this two-year run versus maybe that run about seven years ago? I think the depth um, that 2021 had really takes, takes things over the top when you consider the elite prospects that we have um, in 2022 with the, you know, aforementioned names and, and Ewers and Klubnik and, and Wegman and Rangel and, and Evers. Um, I think that 2021's class was so elite and so deep um, given what we knew these guys to be as high school prospects, you know, taking Mahomes and Murray and, and Dormady and, and Stidham and all those guys into account. I just think, in my opinion, that 2021 um, kind of lifts this two-year run over the top, um, in my in my humble opinion. So then the other option, I would say, and you mentioned this in your piece on TexasFootball.com, you also make the argument that, uh, you know, wh wh why not say 2020 and 2021 as opposed to 2021 and 2022? Because if you look at the 2020 yep. class, and maybe 
Part of it is we haven't seen them really come to fruition quite yet. It looks like sure. Haynes King will probably get his shot uh, at AM. Uh, Hudson Card is considered, you know, uh, the, among the front runners to get the Texas job. Uh, yep. Blake Hornsby, Conceal started for Vanderbilt, right? Uh, Deuce yeah. Hogan, uh, Chandler Morris. Um, is it once again saying, would you say that the, it's too, that the top heaviness of the class of 2022 would outweigh the class of 2020? That's it. Uh, that was that was the toughest little back and forth that I had with myself was 2020 and 2021 versus 21 and 22. The 2020 class was superb. Uh, you mentioned all of those names. Um, they were they were all terrific players. Um, I just think that 2022 with the eliteness that these guys are and they are elite. Um, you look at scout, you look at 24 seven, you look at rivals. Um, you look at texasfootball.com, uh, Ewers is consensus number one um, across the board, uh, at least the last time that I checked. So um, I just think that those those guys are, are taking the cake for, for this two-year run. All right, let me play one more bit of devil's advocate because I think Please. you got me on board for your, for, your, for your take. But one more bit of devil's advocate. Don't we have to wait? Don't we have yes. to wait to see what these guys do at the next level before we're really ready to declare this? Because I think you look back at guys who we've seen fundamentally like finish their career, right? 2006, right? That's when we had Greg McElroy, who was great at Alabama, uh, Javon Sneed. Uh, that's, of course, when you had Matthew Stafford. Uh, 2007 had uh, Ryan Mallett, Jared Lee, G.J. Kinney. Um, don't we have to exercise some patience or are you ready to jump out there on, on that limb? Look, I, I don't stretch my neck out a lot, even though my Adam's apple is, is out there all the time. <laughs> uh, but uh, I, I just, I really feel that confident in, in this group. Um, when I was looking back at, at, at this, uh, you know, at this piece and, and um, it was really fun to write. And I was really kind of taken aback at how much talent has come out of this state at the quarterback position. I knew it, uh, but you look back and you just kind of forget some of those names. Um, Jevin Sneed, uh, for goodness gracious, I mean, he was a rock star. So, uh, you know, players like that kind of slipped through the cracks a lot in my memory. Um, but I might be forgetting, you know, how good those guys were. Um, I will, you know, admit that I'm, I'm not afraid to, to say that I, I might be wrong there. Um, but, but again, I'm just going to go with the eliteness here. 2022 is not as deep at the quarterback position um, as 2020 was. But um, I do think that the, the top echelon of this class is just that good. So I'm going to, I'm going to stick with my guns there. He's Will Wilkerson. He's a five-star prospect here at Dave Campbell's Texas Football, uh, our digital uh, director. Uh, Will, appreciate your time. Appreciate the piece, and uh, good luck with Aaron. Yeah, thank you, man. Thank you. That's the kind of producing that I count on <laughs> as I'm just staring at my computer. I didn't. We hard cut. I thought, Yeah. You thought what? No, I was on. looking for the next graphic. I was trying to get one step ahead and I fell behind. <laughs> there Sorry, he is, but... Will Wilkerson, joining us on Hot Take Tuesday. <laughs> That's going to be a great. Just sitting there like. <laughs> we, we practice what we preach. We say mediocre. It's going to be mediocre. <laughs> We're Texas football today. We're a well run, well oiled machine. Mm -hmm, are we? Texas <laughs> 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 what were you saying? State. 
You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com slash Dave Campbells. And, of course, see us at texasfootball.com, texasfootball.com, where you can find complete coverage of high school football, college football, and recruiting all across the Lone Star State. Yep. All right, Pickle. Let's talk about something else. And, and I know that there's a certain segment of the population who doesn't like talking about this. But I think we would be uh, remiss if we did not acknowledge what today is. Today is March 11th, and March 11th was, I think, for many people, many Americans, I should say, this was the start of the pandemic one year ago. Uh, Now, I want to be very clear that I'm not being callous. I'm not being, uh, I'm trying not to be callous. I'm trying not to be, um, you know, uh, what's one or, uh, uh, insensitive because mm-hmm. there were people who were uh, in other countries who were very severely affected. There were people in this country who were very se- severely f- affected. I believe mm-hmm. we had already had a couple of deaths here in in um, you know in, in America on March 11th. So I want to be very clear, but I think that March 11th was the day that it really hit home for two reasons. Mm-hmm. For two reasons I, to the general population. <laughs> For two reasons. One, it's when the WHO declared it a global pandemic. Mm-hmm. Which two, are two very scary words that we had never really heard correct. before. <laughs> and two, it is when sports really started shutting down. Specifically, the night of the 11th was the night that the NBA shut down. Yes. And that started that flurry of everything <laughs> Whoa. everything getting canceled. <laughs> Told I was going to say a lot of dominoes. <laughs> uh, flurry of everything getting canceled. And so we're now a year removed from that. Mm-hmm. And I think that, you know, looking back, I did something I never do. And that is I went back and I, I mm-hmm. watched an old show. I watched two old shows, by the way. I watched the day we came back, which was a Thursday, mm-hmm. the Thursday, March 12th. The first time in the office? Yes. Oh, for, oh, yeah, yeah, when yeah, we yeah, did yeah, a yeah. show here. Mm-hmm. And then Friday, March 13th, when we did a show remotely. Ironically enough, that was definitely Friday the 13th as well. It was. Um, And I remember thinking about... I remember thinking that, okay, this is going to be serious because there's a lot of smart people who are saying that it's serious. But Mm -hmm. I also remember thinking in the back of my mind, all right, we had MERS, we had SARS, we had bird flu, we had all these things that were supposed to be the next big pandemic. And they weren't. And they weren't. Well, now... Sadly, there's 500,000 Americans dead. Mm-hmm. There's countless others impacted. Obviously, our whole lives have been turned upside down. And I think it's also, like I've been thinking about it a lot because, well, I guess I'll, I'll show you. There you go. You got your shot. Yesterday, I got my first COVID vac- COVID-19 vaccine. Very, very good. Uh, I, uh, Happy the, the fine folks over in Hood County. Mm-hmm. Granberry gave me a call, and I got to drive out there to beautiful, beautiful Granberry, Texas. Mm-hmm. Granberry's a really nice town, by the way. It is. It's um, cute. <laughs> it's very cute. I told I was telling, I was telling my wife that I was like, because I drove out there by myself, and I was like, it's really cute. You'd like you, it. You would like it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I, I got, uh, I got my jab. I got a shot. Mm-hmm. And um, so I've been thinking a lot about the past year, which has been, I think, very trying for a lot of people. I think it's been very emotionally, it's had an emotional toll, and a a physical toll, obviously, but also an emotional toll. A mental toll. Mm -hmm. um, And just a societal toll on on us. Um, And, you know, I'm I'm very thankful 
for 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 science and i would encourage you that when it is your time mm-hmm. go get your vaccine go get you know when 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 your number's pulled go get your vaccine um and my advice for people because people ask me how'd you get vaccine because i'm 34 i'm i'm relatively healthy mm-hmm. uh, i just signed up everywhere yeah i just signed up everywhere and 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 you know i was lucky enough to get my get my name called my wife also got a shot yesterday but she is an elementary school teacher, teacher yeah and so she was able to go good. and get one as well and so it's something that's been on my mind a lot. And so I went back and I watched our shows mm-hmm. from that day. And we almost never do this. Like, mm-hmm. A, we never go back and watch old shows because I have enough new I nonsense to ha- say. Yeah, I don't have time really to go do other than when I'm cutting the right. stuff. And that's just finding the beginning and the end yeah. of it. <laughs> and secondly, uh, we almost never play old clips on the show. Mm-mm. But – Let's take a look back a year ago to, to, to things that we were thinking mm-hmm. back then, because I think it's a little bit illuminating. So, so let's play clip one Clip real one. Quick. Okay, yeah, here, here we go. Uh, you've already seen some. Um, I know, like, the Ivy League was the first one to just say we're canceling our tournament, and they've canceled all sports for the rest of the year. Um, and, and that's, I think, another thing worth mentioning, because I, I mentioned this to my wife today. She goes... She was like, oh, like, you know, do you think this thing's going to be better by, like, next week? Mm-hmm. And... Honestly, like, a no, like we have right. we have some precedent here from what you're seeing in Italy and what you're seeing in China, and, and Japan and Korea. That no, this thing doesn't go away very quickly. Uh, and and we're talking about probably like six weeks minimum of this thing hanging around and having a serious impact on our way of life. Mm-hmm. Uh, and obviously, this is I, I I should reiterate in case you're just joining us. So, first of all, I think I nailed it. I did say six weeks minimum. <laughs> uh, look, I'm going to go I ahead think, and give myself a pat on I the think, back for that so analysis I, but I, there. But I think that, that is telling of where our minds were at that point. Right. Which was, we knew it was serious, but I don't think we knew the necessarily the long-term gravity of what we were about to enter. No, and that's, that's something I was going to say earlier, is the moment that... I that will forever be drilled in my mind that it's one of those things like I remember where I was when I mm-hmm. got this news was well on the 11th which would have been today I was actually sideline reporting for ESPN for mm-hmm. the conference basketball tournament so we heard rumblings but I was busy all day I was mm-hmm. on air I wasn't really listening the next day on the 12th which would be tomorrow when we came in here when we were in here all standing in front of a TV out there in front of our desk. And we were watching conference basketball tournaments get canceled after canceled after canceled. Mm -hmm. That to me was the moment when everything sunk in, but yeah, you get that news. And then 30 minutes later, we're in here on this show going, well, all that just happened, but we can't really survive. What are we supposed to do without sports? There's no way this sticks around that long, you know? And, and, and that's, I think it was part of it, I think is maybe, I think part of it is we didn't necessarily know. And I think mm-hmm. the other part of it is we didn't necessarily want to think about it. No. Because throughout the course of that program, <clears throat> we didn't even consider the idea of it impacting Texas high school football. No. Like We were just like, well, worst case scenario, it's going to be really bad for the next couple of months. But by the time we get to the fall, like it'll be entirely normal. Yeah. And it's like, well, no. Obviously, now we know that we're still dealing with the ramifications mm-hmm. uh, of it. We're still, you know. Heck, we thought seven on seven. We thought – 
well, maybe seven on seven won't happen, yeah. but we'll be at coaching school in right. July. There's yeah. no way. Exactly. <laughs> um, so I want to go to clip two. Okay. This is from that same show uh, mm-hmm. from the day, the, the, this, March is, this is March 12th, 12th yeah. the day after everything kind of uh, came down and everything was getting canceled as the show was going on. So here's, here's clip two from that show. And now what you're seeing is um, uh, starting Saturday, it's coming down that Major League Baseball is suspending spring training. Um, so they're not going to play any more baseball. And and look, ultimately, we all do have a, a responsibility, I think, because we're all kind of all in this together mm-hmm. uh, to, to do those things. Now, I, I should be clear, based on everything that I've read and I think what the, what the officials have said, right? Mm-hmm. This is preventable, right? Wash your hands. You know, if you feel sick, don't go to work. Like, don't be around yeah. people. Just do smart things, right? Mm-hmm. I, there's not I, I, there's not a reason to fear, I don't think. I don't think there's a no. reason to panic. Like, you don't need know. to worry about breathing, no. you know? <laughs> no. There's not a reason to panic. If you just go about these these tips of, of washing your hands and mm-hmm. staying, keeping things hygienic and avoiding big crowds and things like that, then eventually this thing, I think, will pass, mm-hmm. right? Or, you know, we're... We're resilient people. Right. Okay? Uh, but I would be lying to you if I told you that I don't think this is something we should take seriously. seriously. Right. Because it is. And it's it's probably more important than, than basketball. Yes. So. I mean, yeah. Uh, I think that that's, you know, I think it. there was there was never, I don't think there was a reason to panic because I don't think panicking does any good for anybody. No. Um, because then we all ran out of toilet paper. Yeah. For what reason was that again? Yeah. <laughs> None. But, <laughs> but I also think that, you know, overall, I think it does lead to the idea again of coming back to the the mind frame, the mindset we were in, which was, we don't know how long this is going to last. But I don't know if anybody necessarily considered the fact that it would last an entire year. No. I think we were thinking like, okay, like, and I don't think we necessarily thought that it would, uh, you know, if we did the things we were supposed to, that it would reach the heights that it did, which is, you know, terribly, terribly sad, mm-hmm. of, of of and the impact that it did have. Um, and then it still is having, I should say. It's not, this is not past tense. It's still present tense. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think, and, and, and I'll just say this, and, and maybe this is me getting out over my skis and stuff like that. I have been, and I think if you listen to the podcast, I've I've tried my best to hide it, but I think it's, it's, it, it's re- realistic that um, I have been a worrier. I have been somebody who has been much more concerned about this than I think a lot of maybe maybe other people. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I think if you listen to, I think if you perfect example. I think if you listen to Step and Step, mm-hmm. our podcast, when Step and I would go and talk about these things, Step would usually be the ha- glass half full guy. Yep. He's he's generally got a, a very positive disposition. He mm-hmm. likes to think positively about most things. And I was a lot more reticent, a mm-hmm. lot more hesitant, like, oh, I don't know, and things like that. This past, basically over the past couple of months, I have grown more and more optimistic mm-hmm. and more and more positive that this thing is is entering its final act. Right. And this thing is, at the very least, ebbing to the point that we're going to be able to impart. Part of it is, is the vaccines, and part of it is that I think the numbers are coming down and things like that, which is obviously very, very positive. I think we're entering a time when people can be outside more, which I think is ultimately a positive. Oh, absolutely. You know what I mean? But Especially so- for the mentally and emotionally thing that we were talking oh, sure. about earlier. And, and the thing is, there's so much we didn't know back then. Like, we didn't even, like, you know, look, here's my mask, right? Right. We didn't have any idea about The fear of then. the unknown is worse yes. than absolutely anything. Right. 
And so, look, I think 2021 is going to be a lot better than 2020, and that's a real hot take here <laughs> uh, on Hot Take Tuesday. I am, I'm positive, and I, I feel like this thing is rounding a curve and, mm-hmm. and hope, you know, and I'm not a doctor and an epidemiologist, I've said that a million times, but right. I do think things are rounding a curve. I do think that things are getting better. And I, yeah. I think the best way to say it is blind faith is what we had and now we have a little more concrete faith faith. because you look back at you go through those last those couple of months at the beginning there and we're thinking oh you know we must have said it 800 times you know if we have to stay in for the rest of march if we have to stay in for april then you know by may 1st we're kind of kicking it we're we're hitting the end of magazine season we can make it and then we realized okay june 1st at the latest and then it just kept going and that blind faith was like putting your hand on a stove and getting burnt and burnt and burnt again but like you said, the numbers are helping. The vaccines are helping. So it is still a little bit of blind faith, but you're standing on concrete and not water at I, that point, I you know, or that. grass and not water. It. It's a good way to put it. And and it's just, you know, I think it's been a tough year for, for a lot of people. I think mm-hmm. it's been a tough year, you know, personally. It's been tough. You know, like, uh, look, perfect example. Uh, my in-laws who live in St. Louis, mm-hmm. um, they're coming down next weekend mm-hmm. or the, next week. They're coming down next week, and it's the first time that Hank's going to have seen those grandparents mm-hmm. in, like, nine months. Yeah. It's been a long time. It has. And and I think that that is a pain that a lot of people share, mm-hmm. um, and it's it's something that I think there is – maybe it's maybe that optimism is is, is, is is fueling this, but I think that people see that light at the end of the tunnel. Mm-hmm. I think they say we can start – getting some sense of normalcy back. That doesn't mean going out there and doing whatever you want, I should say. Don't go licking doorknobs. But I do think... If you're dumb enough to lick a doorknob, lick the damn doorknob. What what I'm saying, though, (laughs) is... I do think there's a growing sense of optimism uh, that things are getting better. Mm-hmm. And, and and I haven't felt that in a long time, and that's something that's positive. Yes. There's one other clip I want to play. This is from the day <laughs> after. This is when we did our first remote show. And I look like an idiot. And we didn't know if this remote, if it was going to work. So first of all, the fact we were able to get on the air was positive because we were thinking, oh, maybe we have to do a couple of shows remote. <laughs> a couple of shows remote. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's roll clip three. This is from February or March 13th. Uh, sitting up there... Like I, oh. there we go, right there, in 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 a different room, uh, in a different city. Yeah. Uh, the Duchess of the Dorks to Ashley Pickle. Hi, Ashley. Hi. We're we're doing the darn thing. Thanks. Thanks for helping to put this together. Uh, really and truly, Ashley did have uh, a lot to do with with this show getting getting on uh, the air because right now we are. Uh, you know, look, we are taking precautions yeah. with uh, COVID nineteen, uh, and so here we are. We are we are doing the show remotely. The good news is the fact that you are now hearing us, yeah, means that this is possible. Yes, uh, that's the big win here. Is that yeah. this means that even if for some reason we need to be here for three months, we shouldn't need to be here for three months. God, but I'll go crazy if we need. If we need to be, uh, you know, uh, practicing social distancing for, for a number of, of days, weeks, uh, we can do it. And we can continue to talk nonsense here on Texas Football Today. So. <laughs> Hi. Um, Welcome back. I'm still crazy. crazy. I'll go crazy. I'll go we, crazy. We, and I would need to go and look back at when we came back in the studio, but we didn't come back in the studio until after magazine was done. No, 
Yeah, we were, we that, was, that was our first of, of basically three months, almost three months of, yeah. of doing the show remotely. We came back for a little bit. We ended up going back remote, but mm-hmm. then we came back in in, in in maybe late July, early August. Yep. And um, yeah, I, yeah, it's again, I just don't think we could have we could have envisioned in our mind how long this would last. And I'm not sure when it hit me that, oh, this is for the long haul. It might have been whenever like. Uh, it was like that, my wife's school got canceled for the rest of the school year. Which not was, canceled, but, but it went remote. They never school. went back after spring yeah. break, which was right about that weekend. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, to to pull the curtain back, we honestly weren't going to do a show from home on that Friday. We were right. planning on coming in, but we said, you know what? If we've got this one opportunity, let's try and figure something out. Yes. And if it doesn't work, then we address it from there. But that weekend, I went and moved the studio mm-hmm. into my house when we left it there for however yeah. long. And I and think I came up here and I saw you. Uh-huh. And that was the last time you and I were in the same room for like three months. Yep. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. Like, I'm, 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 I'm glad that Hank is the age that he is, mm-hmm. that he won't remember this, that I think he'll just kind of remember, oh, I... I spent a lot more time with mommy and daddy, mm-hmm. um, but I don't know. It's 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 this is something that again I, I feel comfortable talking about now because I do feel like we're heading in a good direction. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that you know this is this is one of those things that's going to have those lingering effects and something that we've we've had to live with. I'm glad I'm glad that knock on wood things are trending in a positive direction. Hopefully we can continue to do that. But mm-hmm. it's um I don't know. Yeah, it's been it's been, uh, it's been a tough year. It's been a tough year, and 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 you know we're thankful for you guys for sticking with us for for dealing with technical issues mm-hmm. that we will still continue to have even though we're back in the studio. Right. But you know it's 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 been. I think this is an opportunity to reflect mm-hmm. on on what a strange year it was, on what a difficult year it was, on what a tragic year it was, mm-hmm. but also to come out at this moment with a renewed sense of hope mm-hmm. that we can move past this and one other thing that is very specific for people legitimately like my exact age is the fact that so many of my friends and i we are in like when this started we were in our first year ever Mm -hmm. at our full-time job so i have Mm -hmm. a bunch of friends that are nurses my all of my best friends are nurses and then i also have a bunch of friends that are coaches and teachers so for us to go through this in year one it gives us hope that you know what? If you can make it through the first year of your career in this, hopefully it's literally nothing but up from here. Hopefully. It's, it's, Knock it's, on wood. We might be cutting this clip next year, yeah. and I'm going to be going, I look like, like a dummy. It's like, man, we didn't even know no. the dragons were going to come down here and kill us all. <laughs> but we're knocking on wood here and saying, if I can make it through magazine one with that, hopefully oh, it gets better yeah. from we're there. Gonna, we're going to yearn for the days of March 11th, 2021. Uh, that's when we didn't have any murder we're hornets. <laughs> Um, anyway. They came back. Yeah, they came back. <laughs> anyway, so that's that's a look back a year ago, and now we go over to Ashley Pickle for America's second favorite segment. Final thoughts. Um, I think the biggest final thought here is that we you will not be here tomorrow. I'll be here tomorrow, but we will still be having a show with mm-hmm. our international guest. Yes, Mr. We'll have an international Stepp. mailbag with Matt Stepp. You guys enjoyed asking a lot of questions about poutine and maple syrup and. Justin Trudeau and hockey and every other Canadian oh my gosh, CFL <laughs> um, and I'm trying to think of other Canadian things. Uh, Justin Bieber. I can answer those. Oh, the Biebs. The Biebs. Ask me about Justin Bieber. 
<laughs> it's going to do it for us. Thanks for spending a little bit of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram. Instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. Thanks to Will Wilkerson for being our guest. Really? Pickle. I'm Greg Tupper. Vince Young, please meet your player of the year trophy. Pickle and Step will talk to you tomorrow on <laughs> Texas Football Today. We'll be right back.